Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. The last couple of programs we've been talking about the United Nations efforts to try to um, make it a criminal offense to speak against Islam. And our guest has been Deborah Weiss. She is a a lawyer, an attorney. Um, She's also a 9-11 survivor. The day of the attack, uh, she was in her apartment there real close to the World Trade Center. Her apartment was damaged as a result of the attack, and uh, her building was, and and she, like many others, uh, were running and fleeing for their lives. And um, she has been our guest over the last couple of days. I met her a few years back. This was during the Obama years that I'm interviewing her, so keep that in mind as she's talking about the United Nations ambassador. At that time, that was when uh, uh, President Obama was our president. Now, during the uh, Trump years, we had a, you know, a, a stay, you know, in, in more common sense in representing ourselves in the United Nations on these issues. But now that Biden is back in, uh, the agenda that he has is similar to that of Obama, uh, not as rigid and uh, as Obama was, but uh, certainly uh, complicit in these areas. And so we need to be concerned with these, you know, developments and especially what's going on in the United Nations. Well, Deborah, that's been her her main thing, the United Nations. And uh, she's been breaking it down for us, the defamation of religions, the Resolution 1618 in the United Nations. And they've been passing this bill each year. It keeps coming up in the Human Rights uh, Division of the, Uni- of the United Nations. And they reaffirm their commitment to this uh, to this bill, and it doesn't make it binding on a, on other nations just because the United Nations has passed it. But what it does is it gives international pressure. And so when countries kind of have to come to the United Nations with their hat in their hands and saying, uh, we need your help, the United Nations now seizes on that opportunity. Okay, we'll give you troops, we'll give you fi- uh, finances, but we need you to align yourself into what the international community wants you to do. And so th- this is how they gain control and how the United Nations, you know, establishes themselves as to what they want through these resolutions. Resolution 1618 will make it a criminal offense to speak against Islam. Even, now get this, and this is vitally important, even if what they're saying is true, it's not that you can just say something mean and nasty about somebody else and it be uh, a, 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 trying to make that a crime. No, the problem is that what, what we say about Islam is, is true, it's factual, that Islamic terrorism is alive and well in our world and killing innocent people. Since 9-11, over 14,000 deaths have occurred, almost 45, over 45,000 injured as a result of Islamic terrorism in our world. And just to say it, even though it's true, even though you have the facts to back it up, is considered denigrating 
to the religion of Islam, to call Muhammad a pedophile, which if the fact is that he was, to call Muhammad a murderer, which the facts are that he was, to make these things known and said makes you guilty against these laws that they're trying to pass. They do not want criticism, and that's part of Sharia. Sharia doesn't allow it. It doesn't allow anyone to question or speak despairingly against their prophet Muhammad. We're just simply going to call that blasphemy. And and even, as we talked about yesterday, even if someone calls Jesus the Son of God, well, according to Islam, that's blasphemy, so therefore you've made an offense, or you erect a cross, well, you're inciting violence, and so on there. So, um, folks, this is extremely dangerous. And you're not getting told about this even on Fox News. You're not even getting this on One American News. You're not getting a lot of this on your regular news uh, broadcast. And that's why the ministries like these are vitally important to you and our nation. That's why we so so thankful for your support and need your support so we can, can do this. All right, well, let's get into it here today. You're going to be hearing Deborah Weiss on the United Nations Resolution 1618 and the defamation of not just uh, of, of people, but thoughts. We're going to get into that today. Here we go. Okay, Deborah, before the break, I asked you to explain this new element that this resolution is entering the legal world into. We have here in America protections against people, but not against ideas in the area of defamation and so on. So walk us through that. Okay, so defamation of religions means you're giving an idea legal protection from criticism. So it would be illegal to criticize someone. Now that legal protection can come in the form of a civil fine or jail or whatever the country chooses to put in its legal code. But in America, the only protections we give are to people. So you're not supposed to defame a person. First of all, in America, the legal system defines defamation. It has to be a false statement of fact. Truth is a defense. So if you say something bad about someone, no matter how terrible it is, if it's true or mere opinion, that is not defamation in the American legal system. You can say mean things. You can say, I hate them. They're a jerk. They're not. You can say whatever you want. If it's your opinion, it's not defamation. And if it's a true statement of fact, if you say, oh, they're a terrorist and they are a terrorist, then that's not defamation. That's just a true statement of fact. That's the American legal system. Under the concept of combating defamation of religions, anything that sheds a negative light on Islam or Muslims is considered defamation, even if it's true. And that's why you can't talk about Islamic persecution of Christians or Islamic terrorism or Islamic human rights violations. So you're not allowed to say anything, even if it's true, if it's negative, and you're not allowed to say something negative, even if it's your opinion. You're absolutely correct, Tom, when you implied that it's a thought-stopping measure. That is absolutely what it is. And it's really important to understand the OIC is trying to assert defamation of religions as an international human right. 
they want Islam to be recognized as so it's a human right that you shouldn't say anything bad about their religion. But if you actually analyze what goes on, you'll see that everywhere where religion gets protection from criticism, there are gross human rights violations because people who say anything bad about Islamic terrorism or Islamic persecution of religious minorities wind up jailed, flogged, fined. And so you'll see gross human rights violations. The fact of the matter is free speech constitutes a human right, not its restriction. And defamation of religions at its core is a speech restrictive and a thought stopping measure. Well, we are in a new day and our world is changing fast and we need to wake up to what's happening. Now, Hillary Clinton is no longer Secretary of State. So do we have anything to fear? Is this resolution have fallen away and nothing for us to worry about? Well, I don't really think it was Hillary Clinton's own idea to support all these things. Obviously, we have somebody in charge, the, the president, and it's his administration's policies, regardless of who the players are. So, no, uh, we still have to worry about it. First of all, the national security training material has not reinserted the fact that Islamic terrorism does exist. Those policy changes have not reversed themselves. I don't know how we're going to do it, but it needs to be done. And the Istanbul process continues with high-level participation from this administration. Just this last March, there was an offshoot of Resolution 1618 that passed in the Human Rights Council. It's Resolution L40, but that really doesn't make a difference because those are just numbers that are assigned to each resolution by the UN. But the title of the resolution was exactly the same as Resolution 1618. So every year that it passes or every body that it passes in will be assigned a different number, but the title will be the same, which is to combat intolerance based on religion or belief. Only this time, it had some changes from the previous time, and one of them was it expressly stated that you cannot associate a religion with terrorism. And the EU representative was very bold and unabashed in his condemnation of this provision, said that the, even though the EU voted for the resolution, he said that the EU would support and enforce those aspects of the resolution which protects religious minorities, but that they will absolutely not enforce any aspect of the resolution that stifles freedom of speech. And he specifically mentioned that phrase and called it out by name and said there are other provisions in there, too, that are speech-restrictive measures. Unfortunately, our UN ambassador... Uh, which is, uh, her name is Donahoe, uh, Ambassador Donahoe, that's our ambassador to the UN. Did she take a principled stand on free speech? Did she point out how we're the only country who has it left and hold America out as the beacon of freedom that it is and how important free speech is? No, she didn't do any of that. She was completely and totally silent, Tom, on the whole issue of free speech. It's as though America doesn't have a stance that it states publicly about freedom of speech, which is a really bad sign, and the beginning of having the whole thing slip down. Well, we're way past the beginning of it slipping down the slippery slope. But instead, she did just the opposite, and she had absolutely nothing but praise for the OIC for holding together a quote-unquote consensus on Resolution 1618 for the last three years. It's, it's abominable, really. Well, folks, I think the picture's getting clear for us. The Obama administration has a love affair with the OIC. When President Obama said that he is going to fundamentally change this nation, 
many in the nation didn't pay attention to that. Some of us did. Our fundamentals are based on our freedoms. And if he's going to fundamentally change us, he has to take away those freedoms. And uh, this is a big concern for our nation and for our day. Uh, Deborah, thank you for sharing this with us. You are the most knowledgeable person I know on this subject, and I appreciate you sharing it with our listeners. Would you come back when you have more information, when other things pop up on the radar on this subject? I absolutely would. I want to thank you very much for inviting me to speak, and it was a pleasure to be on your radio show, a pleasure and an honor. And I just want to say one last thing, if I might. I don't want to just leave everybody on a down note, now you know, and you're going to go home and do nothing. It's really important for everybody in your listening audience, Tom, to educate your family, your friends, your coworkers, and your pastors. A lot of the pastors are getting involved in this interfaith seminars, and what they're doing in those is whitewashing what's really going on. So at a minimum, you need to educate your congregation members and stop those seminars and get on your school boards because they're brainwashing your kids. But thanks so much, and I'd be more than happy to join you at a later date. Thank you. Well, folks, I'm afraid our time has come to an end again, and we're going to have to stop here. But I hope that this information has been helpful and a blessing to you. From time to time, we'll play this again and uh, cut into more information as it unfolds. And so uh, we're nearing the end of this week, which is bringing us into Christmas. And so I want to take this time and wish each and every one of you a Merry Christmas if I don't catch you on the day, if, if I don't catch you the rest of the week. God bless you, and may you have a great time with your family. And let's remember the real reason for this season. Join us again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.